Welcome to Conversations with All of Us, the show that explores the evolving world of health research and the role we can have in creating a healthier future for generations to come. I'm your host, Cheryl McLeod, and I'm Communications and Community Engagement Manager for All of Us New England at Boston Medical Center. Today, we're talking about the power of community and its ability to create change. Joining me are Carrie Medeiros from the American Cancer Society and Veronica Robles from the Veronica Robles Cultural Center. Welcome. When community members come together to take collective action and find solutions to problems, we can bring about community and system changes that improve the lives of those who live there. Many of us are looking for the same things from our communities. We want to be safe from violence and illness. We want to live in strong and vibrant neighborhoods and engage with people who support each other and work together to create a community that lifts everyone up. We can make a real impact when we all work together. And that's part of what the All of Us Research Program hopes to achieve. By now, I'm sure you're asking, what is the All of Us Research Program? So let me take a minute to tell you about it. All of us has a simple mission. We want to speed up health research. To do this, we're asking 1 million people across the U.S. to share health information over time. In the future, researchers can use this to conduct thousands of health studies. Together, we can help shape the future of health care for yourself, your family, your community, and generations to come. We, of course, wouldn't be able to do this work without the help of our community partners. I'm so excited to introduce our guests, Carrie Medeiros and Veronica Robles. Carrie Medeiros is the Senior Director of Cancer Center Partnerships at the American Cancer Society. She has a master's in public administration from Bridgewater State University and has spent most of her 18 years at the American Cancer Society working with health systems and community partners in mass, such as all of us. Veronica Robles is a mariachi singer, musician, and Latin American folkloric dancer and choreographer, but has become a cultural icon for Latinos in Boston. She is co-founder and director of the Veronica Robles Cultural Center, which supports community action and economic growth in East Boston. It offers Latin American arts and culture programming and provides jobs for youth. The American Cancer Society and Veronica Robles Cultural Center have both made significant impacts to the greater Boston communities, and they're here to share with us how we can all play a part in creating change. So let's dive in. How are you ladies this morning? Great, thank you. Amazing. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to your audience. Well, you're welcome, and I really appreciate you joining us on our first podcast today. I would love it if you could share a little bit about your organizations, what motivated you to join these organizations, and why don't we start with you, Veronica? Oh, thank you very much. So our organization is based on traditional arts from Latin America, all cultures, because people often think that Latin America is only one culture, but actually we have many cultures within each country and within each state, uh, depending on, on the country that you are in. So we foster these traditions through dance and music with children and then engage the whole family. Uh, also, beyond that, we work with our communities on regular basis on weekly classes, but then we go out to enrich the lives of the community at large through uh, performances and uh, different festivals and events 
that actually brings the opportunity for everyone to celebrate and learn about the different traditions of each culture. Yes, and I have actually been to some of your events, especially in East Boston, and it is one big bicultural party. So many people, music, so many different prides from different groups, the costumes, the kids. It's not only the Latin community that comes, but the East Boston and people from outside the community come. And it's it's wonderful. And for all of you who are listening, if you have a chance to Google the Veronica Robles Cultural Center, take a look and look at some of the upcoming events and stop on by. Carrie, what about you? What are your thoughts? Thank you so much, Cheryl, for inviting me here today. So the American Cancer Society is a leading nationwide cancer-fighting organization, and our mission is really to end cancer as we know it for everyone. We improve the lives of people with cancer and their families through research, advocacy, patient support, both on the local level in every community, as well as nationally across the country. And like many of us, I have a personal connection to cancer. My grandmother passed away from cancer when my mom was in college, and then my grandfather when I was in high school. And in those years in between, my grandfather dedicated so much of his time as a volunteer for the American Cancer Society. He raised money for direct patient support. He volunteered as a road to recovery driver, driving patients to treatment. So when a position opened up in our local American Cancer Society office when I was starting my master's many years ago, I applied and I have been there ever since, almost 19 years. So tell me, what role does community play in the American Cancer Society's work? Community is so important. It really is at the heart of what we do. Um, I really feel like community is people helping people. And that's really what makes the American Cancer Society so unique is that we are in every community. So you see it in our community events, such as our Making Strides Against Breast Cancer and our Relay for Life events, where we're able to celebrate survivors, lift up caregivers, and really bring all different community partners and organizations together in one mission. And then, you know, we have volunteer opportunities that really connect the communities within people to really help provide that support. Yes, I have been to the Making Strides Walk, participated at table with the All of Us Research Program because you're one of our community partners. For those of you that have never attended, it's very emotional to see so many people walking from all walks of life, kids, senior citizens, cancer survivors, people walking in memory of people that they've lost and loved or in support of people currently going through treatment. There's many different types of community when strangers come together for a day to support others. Which brings me to my next question for both of you. You can jump in in any way you'd like. What do you think makes a strong community? In the case of Veronica Robles Cultural Center, stronger communities are made possible through collaboration with municipalities, state government, and human services providers across the states because our emphasis is on arts, music, and cultural programming. VROC is seen as a safe ambassador for immigrants and their families and a touchstone to their heritage. So oftentimes people ask me, how can we reach out the Latino community at large? And I always said that it's difficult because our community is very, is diverse. It's not like one thinking, because again, there's so many cultures within one country, but one thing that is uh, common in Latin America, and I think it's worldwide for the different cultures, is family values. 
is the tradition of sitting at the table to talk about your day, is singing, is dancing, all that, it's a combination of how we organically help each other. It's like that, you don't go to school to help each other, it comes natural. You are in the same place, sharing, having fun, enjoying life, but at the same time, you are talking about what happened to your life, what's going on in, in your day and your life, you're going through a problem. So you tell someone and someone will know someone else that might help you, maybe not directly, but somehow you will get the referral to some place. And this is how we make communities stronger in and at Veronica Robles Cultural Center, you come to one event and you get to know so many people for diverse backgrounds, ethnic, but also in life, social and academic. So get, you get to know a lot of people that you never know how that people that you met at one of those events or at one of the classes will help you and support to better your life. And Carrie, what about you? What are your thoughts? I completely agree with what Veronica said. You know, collaboration is such a key important part of making a strong community. And at the American Cancer Society, especially in the work I do, we rely so much on our community partners, such as all of us, such as so many of the health systems and cancer centers that I work with. You know, there's just so much great work going on at so many different organizations and nonprofits and it's important that we all work together to lift each other's voices up so that we can get to who needs us and really be able to together help support that community. And, you know, again, as Veronica said, really be connected to those resources to be able to network with each other and just really to be in it together. Well, let's take a minute to spotlight the work your organizations are doing for the community and the people that are living in and around our neighborhoods. Um, Carrie, why don't we start with you? Sure. So high level, I'm going to do one statistic just because I think it's a big one. But overall, cancer mortality has dropped 33% since 1991. So that is a really significant achievement that overall all of our organizations have done together. It's really um, not just the American Cancer Society, certainly, but we are really working on increasing cancer screening so that we find cancer early and prevention. We've invested over $3 billion in cancer research, which has developed so many enhancements in prevention, treatment, and survivorship. But then that leads right to the local level as well. Locally, we have direct patient support programs available for patients and families. Here in Boston, we have a Hope Lodge facility, which is a home away from home for people who are receiving cancer treatment far away from where they live. It helps so many patients each year. We also recently restarted our road recovery program that I mentioned my grandfather was a volunteer for many years ago, as was my father. That is uh, volunteer drivers who give up their time, their gas, their vehicle to be able to take patients to treatment who otherwise wouldn't have a chance to get there. Especially at the price of gas these days. Yes. It's wonderful. What are some of the barriers or challenges that you still have to face? I mean, besides hope finding a cure for cancer, as far as community outreach, reaching to different groups? So, you know, there's still certainly so much in need. I think access to care is a huge issue. And certainly the tangible transportation and lodging pieces that we try to help patients with. But then also another part of our organization is our advocacy arm. And they really advocate at every level of government to make sure cancer is a priority, whether it's at the state level, the local level, national research funding, 
So making sure that all patients have an equal access to life-saving treatment, which obviously, as we all know, is not happening now. So we really continue to fight both from the ground level and making sure that we support patients, but then also in that government advocacy level to make sure that we have access to those treatments that everybody can benefit from. Thank you, Carrie. You know, Veronica, what about you? How is the work you're doing around arts and culture one of the first things that are cut? You know, when people are doing budgets, especially when I was a kid back in the day, you know, we had music in school, we had all sorts of cultural events and things like that. And it just seems to be really hard to find those things now, unless you go to organizations like yours. Tell me a little bit about how you think communities are benefiting in and around our neighborhood from your organization. So VROC is one of the few Latinx, Latino immigrant-led organizations effectively serving the social, economic, cultural, and artistic cultural needs of East Boston. East Boston is a predominantly Spanish-speaking neighborhood of nearly 50,000 people with the highest foreign-born population in the city, 57%, around 57%. While resilient and culturally proud with deep familial ties and a strong work ethic, the immigrant families we serve face a number of political, education, and economic and cultural challenges, especially with COVID, that amplify these problems. Actually, during the pandemic, we responded to the community needs by transforming into a vaccination clinic, food distribution center, and in response to an increased demand for arts education classes from parents, we also have grown our programming. In fact, we is now bursting as, as it seems as we have grown our membership to for 300 to 2,943 members because of, you know, the pandemic also helped us to understand that we can support each other. So many Latin Im- immigrants lost their jobs, as you could see, like the artists and the creative in uh, the entrepreneurs, they lost their, their jobs and, and the opportunities. So we have been providing this service through the dance and the music. Currently, we have 200 children signing on our regular classes. So if you go after five o'clock at the rock, you will see people coming in, whether they're taking a dance class, whether they're taking an art class or a singing class or keyboard. And again, this uh, creates an environment where people can feel safe and at home. And uh, we have a relationship with the Boston Police Department in East Boston. We are offering a theater group where the community and uh, the officers are coming together to create a play about how we can foster this relationship between the police and our our community so we can all have a, a safe place where we can support each other. And again, we're just making sure to uh, have that access to the different resources with our partners so we can connect them all and this way we can serve more people. Tell me something, and then I address this to both of you. Why did you agree to even do this podcast with us? And why did you even, when you first, we approached you to, to be partners with all of us, what did you think and, and why did you decide to jump on board? So all of us has been a partner of ours for many years now, four or five years um, that we've been working together primarily, or at least initially, on our Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk, as Cheryl mentioned. And really, you know, I remember back to kind of some of our first conversations. And the beautiful thing is that we, as I said, we rely on partnerships to really be able to work together and increase our impact. 
And with all of us, we share uh, so many missions together, but really that accelerating health research is an important piece of both of our organizations and really working together to ensure a healthier future for our communities. So we had that natural alignment and it was just a fantastic fit. And we've been able to build that partnership, look for different ways to engage many of our event participants in the All of Us research program. Our event participants are motivated and dedicated to really, again, that same mission of increasing our healthy communities. So it really has been a natural fit, and it's been such a fun partnership for me personally to work on. So certainly, when I was approached, I was more than happy to participate. And for us at Veronica Robles Cultural Center and myself personally, I definitely say yes, because I'm going to make the time to do this because uh, part of our vision is inspiring and encouraging community action for social change and racial equity. And this is a one way to do it. If we tell our community that they need to participate in the research, they will listen to us and they will participate in before the pandemic, uh, we have you on a table, you know, attending a table and our community was there. And a lot of our community were very interested in participating the way we presented to them. Now they're more aware that they need to be there and, and, and make their voice heard. And, and that's why we decided to participate in this podcast because you are one of our best uh, partners in our community. And we thank you for that. And we hope that we can continue collaborating with you. So we make sure that our, our community participate on the research and, and, and everything else that is around this um, vision of, of bringing wealth to, to community at large. Well, all of us is really trying to, to reach out and get people who have been historically underrepresented by research into the research process to be represented. So I wanted to talk about how we do that, which is through community engagement with organizations like you. But I wanted to get your not only your definition of what community engagement is, because it's different for every organization, but maybe give you a chance to give a shout out to sort of the things that you do to build community engagement and trust, whoever wants to start. Sorry. <laughs> so, you know, I think it reiterates the same themes that we've been saying, really building those partnerships. Um, I think especially as a nationwide organization, we need to rely on our staff that are in each community and the partners that we work with because the programs and the solutions that work in, you know, Boston, Massachusetts don't work the same in other parts of the country. So we really rely on our local partners to be able to tell us, here's how we should work on, you know, a screening concern where there is a decrease in screening. Here's how we can partner together on that. Here's a decrease in breast cancer health equity. How can we partner together in this community, in this area? to be really able to achieve that goal. So that's, I believe, what makes the American Cancer Society unique out of a nationwide organization is that we have this community presence and so that we're able to form those partnerships so we can listen and hear and really kind of work together to find those solutions that fit that specific community. So that's really what I see community engagement as. You really addressed some of the problems you've been able to address with community that you've tackled. Could you list a few more? And then I'll turn it over to Veronica. Sure. Yeah. So in my role, one of the things that I've been able to participate on is our Boston Breast Health Equity Coalition, which has been a fantastic group of partners um, throughout the uh, throughout Boston 
that really are on that same mission of being able to achieve breast health equity. As I mentioned, our access to care, really helping to try to get patients uh, to and from treatment, and that solution looks differently. That's why we have a transportation grants program, we have Hope Lodge, we have a volunteer driver program, so that meets the different needs of different patients in the communities. And then we do work with health centers on that some of that screening and prevention work, especially with COVID. We saw so many of the patients stop coming in for their regular screenings. So we've really had to work with many of our health center partners to be able to work together to reiterate that message. If they're hearing it from their provider, they're hearing it from a nationwide American Cancer Society ad, they're hearing it from, you know, multiple people saying it's safe. You need to go back to your screening. You need to take care of yourself. That's really how we've been able to amplify those messages and really work together to be able to kind of address some of those barriers. Okay, and Veronica, I'll go back to you so you can answer not only how you would define community engagement and what's important, but some of the problems you've been able to tackle in your community or try to address through arts and culture and, and comradeship through um, Veronica Robles. Yes, well, so going back to the to the mission and vision and using traditional arts as a way uh, for cross-cultural partnerships, so our active partnership with other community and cultural organizations as well as government has a lot to do with uh, with the outreach. Uh, the way you present the information to our community is the way they will take it, they will use it. And again, everybody's so busy uh, with three full-time jobs and their kids in the school, so they don't really have time to go over a brochure with a lot of words that sometimes you don't understand, right? But uh, sometimes if you go to an event or you are in your kids' class, dance class or music class because you're there, usually parents, especially Latinos, they don't do things for themselves, but they will do for their kids. So they do whatever it takes to take them to the class so they can be raised healthy and, and with their culture. So again, community outreach is not only placing ads on radio or TV or newspaper or the bus, it's also participating on these cultural events where you can reach out the community directly when they don't feel like you're selling something or you're trying to convince them about something. is that you show them that you care about them, that you have the chance to talk to them, ask them how are they doing, how their kids, how beautiful they look in their, on their cultural dresses. They were amazing. So you create these relationships like the, the, the state senators and the, and the representatives from the government. If they participate in these places, people will see them as part of the community, as part of their family and not as somebody that is trying to convince them to do something, uh, you know, because they have an agenda. So I think it, community outreach for everyone is also being part of, of the of the community, part of their cultures and part of their traditions and foster with them and make them feel that they are at home uh, where everybody can talk about the different things that, that they bring and the values that they bring from their communities uh, or their countries. You know, Veronica, you had a good point when you talk about people feeling so overwhelmed with jobs and kids and school and three jobs or two jobs or just trying to get through through the day. So I can understand that people might feel defeated. They might feel like they don't have enough power to make a difference if they want to do something with, for, for cancer or for arts and culture or the community to help represent the culture. What would you say, uh, and then I address this to both of you, what would you say to someone who's really feeling defeated, like, you know, and doesn't feel like they have a community to, to sort of 
elevate or support or just to make a change? What would you say to someone like that? Well, I would say, uh, I, I just want to say that if somebody's listening to us right now and they feel alone and they, that they don't have anybody, they should go and knock the door of your neighbor, uh, you know, and, and or go to the, maybe many people live in the same street for so many years and they, they never walk and see what's around them. Chances are that there is a nonprofit organization, a grass, grassroots community group that gets together and support each other. There's mutual aids in different cities. You know, go to the local health center, try to find a community that, um, you know, covers this aspect of your life, like socially engaged. You, you try to find a, a, a group that aligns with, with your life, with your schedule, go to the local libraries. And I, so that's what I would say. Uh, and, and again, there's different organizations like the American Cancer Society. So thank you very much because I'm a cancer survivor also as well. And I am um, very uh, grateful to, to you and, and the Mass General, who is uh, also the hospital that saved my life. But again, that's what I would say, the advice that I would give the people that is listening. Okay, what about you? What do you think, of, what, was, what would you say on um, reflection if people want to really make a difference but don't feel like they can? Yeah, I completely agree with what Veronica said. You know, to reach out, there are just so many ways to get involved that don't require a lot of time or resources. Um, certainly, if anyone is feeling isolated, going through their cancer treatment, or needs some additional support, our 1-800 number, which is 1-800-227-2345, is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that can access additional programs, support groups, if there's somebody going through it that's really feeling alone or isolated. Or you can come to one of our events, and that is really a nice opportunity to just, again, if you're a survivor or a family member, to be around other people who have been through it or are going through it. But also, if you're a member of the community, to, just to be able to show up. We need boots on the ground just even for an hour or two, just to maybe help set up or clean up or walk a couple rounds around a lap. It doesn't take a lot of time to be able to really make that presence known. I also would say our ACS PAN, our American Cancer Action Network, the advocacy organization, um, that is an amazing way to make a difference with your voice in very easy ways. You can send a few emails a year to your legislators just to let them know what's going on, and we send you a template. And so it's a very simple email that you have to send. And what's amazing is that we hear from the legislative aides that even if they receive three or four of emails from us around a specific topic, they notice. So that's just an amazing way that your voice is really making an impact. So again, exactly what Veronica said, there's so many people who can use to support such a community to get involved in in so many ways, but really there's many ways to do it without taking a lot of time or resources. Yeah, just uh, and uh, like at Veronica Robles Cultural Center, we also have opportunities that you, you want to come at one event for to volunteer one event where you, you will increase your social, uh, as you know, network, uh, or you can come and volunteer for the classes with the children, or if you want to volunteer for the entrepreneurship program, or you want to be part of uh, one of the festivals, and, or you want to be part of the board of directors. We are an underserved, underfunded um, organization. We do so much and we just see the money passing by on our eyes. 
distributing the money to other, uh, you know, organizations. And we do so much and we only receive very little, but it's because we need more people that want to help and support to spread the word about what we do. So with those uh, that have the, the means of, uh, you know, distributing the, the wealth and the money and the funds to the communities like us. So whether you can be part of the board of directors as a volunteer for one event or you want to volunteer one of our programs with the youth, with the entrepreneurs, there's also opportunity. You can find more information on our website, vrocc.org. And just because I think that's so important, I'm going to ask the question again. If someone wanted to get involved with the American Cancer Society or the Veronica Robles Control Center, what's the best way to get involved or to reach you to find out more? Our website is cancer.org. So you can go there and you can email us or do live chat. Or as I mentioned, our 1-800 number is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 1-800-227-2345. Or you can just pay attention to your community if there are any events coming up. We have Relay for Life events happening across Massachusetts this spring. Our Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk will be at the Hat Shell in Boston on Sunday, October 1st. Just show up. You don't have to pre-register. You don't have to be part of a team. We just want you to be there and be part of it. So reach out and we will you know, talk you through. We'll connect you to the local team and really be able to get an idea of what makes the most sense for you, what are your goals, what really in volunteering or becoming part of that community is important to you, and we'll make that connection. That's really important. You don't have to raise money. Just show up and be part of the community and make your presence felt. That's really important. Just showing up is probably the first step. Same thing. Like, you want to come of, uh, to any of our events year-round. At V-Rock and Veronica Roles Cultural Center, we don't celebrate Hispanic Heritage in one month. We do it throughout the year. So there's always an opportunity to come and celebrate. But you can also stop by Monday through Friday after 3 p.m. Uh, and until 8 p.m. We have programming those hours. And also visit our website, www.vrok.com cc.org or you can always call at 781-558-5102 or you can hit me an email at admin at vrocc.org so that's vrocc.org and again you can show up and and be part of the community and if you show up you might at a festival you might see veronica leading the community in music and song it is amazing So, ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having us. So, just want to make sure that you know that V-Rock serves as an entry point for Latino immigrant families in East Boston, generally not engaged with traditional arts organizations. Uh, We inspire and encourage community action for social change and racial equity by teaching, promoting, and celebrating the rich cultures and colors of Latin American communities in Boston and uh, we, we invite everyone to be part of it and uh, we want to learn from each other's cultures and we want to be uh, we want to be there to represent the cultures of our changing communities in the city where we are at which is East Boston. really appreciate being here today and appreciate our long-term partnership with the All of Us Research Program. We're able to do so much together in our shared mission and in amplifying each other's voices. And any day where I'm able to talk about the American Cancer Society and community engagement 
and the importance of the mission that we do and that is so important to me is a really good day. So just really appreciate being here and being part of this. Thank you for listening to Conversations with All of Us. I'm your host, Cheryl McLeod, and thank you to our guests, Carrie and Veronica, for joining. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on the power a community has to implement change. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time. Conversations with All of Us is brought to you by the All of Us Research Program in New England. Mass General Brigham, a leading integrated healthcare system in New England, and Boston Medical Center, an academic medical center with a deep commitment to clinical excellence and health equity, are working together with the All of Us Research Program to help researchers understand more about why people get sick or stay healthy. In May 2018, All of Us began an exciting journey toward creating a healthier future for everyone. We have accomplished so much over these past five years, including building one of the most diverse genomics databases and returning health-related DNA results to participants. Our work isn't done yet, and we can't wait to celebrate many more anniversaries with you. Medical research hasn't always included everyone. This is why medical research has gender, racial, and age gaps. The All of Us Research Program is working with Mass General Brigham and Boston Medical Center to change this. You can help us close these gaps and receive $25 when you complete the steps to enroll. So join all of us today. To learn more, call 617-768-8300 or visit joinallofus.org forward slash podcast N-E. Are you already a participant of the All of Us Research Program? By completing your surveys and other new activities, you may be contributing to advancing medical research that works for all of us. Stay connected. Log into your portal today by visiting joinallofus.org or use the All of Us app to complete new surveys today. For help, call 617-768-8300. That's 617-768-8300. Thank you for being a part of the All of Us Research Program. <music>